Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Engaging Success Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Gage. Today I want to talk a little bit about the tips and tricks I used on my resume to get a job as a sales manager for a seven-figure company fresh out of jail and rehab after being arrested for trafficking heroin. Alright, so let's jump into it. After being arrested for heroin trafficking, spending three months in jail, and another three months in rehab, I knew that it was time for me to start getting my life together, and that meant finding employment. As a previously convicted felon, I knew that this was going to be a daunting task, and after filling out applications all around town, checking off that dreaded box, and explaining my felony convictions, just to never receive a single call back, I knew it was time to try something different. I sat down and put together a resume with all my best skills and looked at what jobs those skills highlighted. With the skills and experience that I had, I thought a job in sales would probably be my best option. Now properly equipped with a well-written resume, I tried again, this time seeing very different results and fast. The very first day I began sending out my resume, I had a phone call back from not one, but two places looking to set up an interview. I remember being super nervous about the interview because of where I was coming from and just thinking I didn't have anything to offer, but that was dissolved as soon as both employers looked at my resume and said it was very impressive. So what exactly can you do to build an impressive resume? One of the most important things you can do is use bullet points. Bullet points help hiring managers scan your resume quickly to make sure that you're a good fit. Use bullet points on skills and experiences you have that are related to the position that you're applying for. If you're applying for more than one position, you're going to want to take the time to do more than one resume that highlights your different skills. And there's several several different sections to any good resume as well and you're going to want to make sure you put them down in order so here's your basic format for your resume you want to start with your contact information your name address cell phone and email address then list your objective your objective or your value proposition is what indicates what kind of position you're looking for and also the value that you're going to bring into the company Then list several keywords relevant to the job that you're looking for so your resume is more searchable online and so the human resources personnel scanning these buzzwords will feel that you're a better fit for the job. Then list your work experience. List your experience in reverse order with your most recent first and as you go further back only include the most important details that relate to the position you're applying for. Next is your education, and same here, list your qualifications in reverse order and include any certification related to the job you're applying for. Next is your honors and awards, list anything that will impress them, it could be something you achieved in school or professionally. Try to keep the length to one page, but absolutely no more than two pages. And make sure you have normal margins on the page in order to make it look more readable. If you have references, put them on a separate page and offer them in your application process if it progresses to the next level. So now that you have the basic format, 
how do you make your resume stand out? Studies have shown that recruiters spend less than 7 seconds looking at a resume before either putting them into the possible pile or the trash can. Your bullet points will help to draw their attention to your most positive attributes, but there are certain words as well which can boost your chances of getting an interview and perhaps even the job, as well as certain words and phrases to avoid which might take away from the good impression you are trying to make. The best words to include are what we can term action verbs, in which you show yourself to be an active, reliable worker who gets things done. Some of these words hiring managers want to see include managed, created, organized, increased as in revenue and sales, decreased as in cost and wait time, negotiated, launched, achieved, improved or boosted, trained, supervised, mentored, developed, won, and secured. Other keywords that will show your value to the company are revenue, profits, and under budget. There's also certain words and phrases that can ruin your chances of getting shortlisted for jobs. As a general rule, try to avoid trendy words and phrases that tend to appear in resumes, but really have very little meaning and just take up space. Here are some of the main terms you should avoid if you wish to impress hiring managers. And honestly, some of them may surprise you. Team player. Able to think outside the box. Go-to person. Thought leader. Hard worker. Strategic thinker. Best of breed. Go-getter. Ahead of the curve. Onboarding. Dynamic. Self-motivated. Self-starter, detail-oriented, proactive, impressive track record, results-driven, synergy, and bottom line. You want to avoid meaningless fillers such as these. Hiring managers are busy people who have to sift through thousands and thousands of resumes every year. You can stand out in a good way by not being a carbon copy of everybody else. This one I cannot stress enough. Make yourself shine. List your accomplishments in such a way to make them stand out and give you a better chance of becoming shortlisted for the job you're applying for. Some of us are shy about our accomplishments. Others even un underestimate how significant our accomplishments are. And in many cases, we don't even keep track of them. Your resume, however, is intended to make you shine and stand out from the crowd. Brainstorm your accomplishments. Grab a pen and a piece of paper and brainstorm what you're most proud of in your most recent job. What did you do and what were the results? Did you get some sort of praise or recognition such as employee of the month or a message from a supervisor or client thanking you for the great work? Repeat this process with other jobs you have listed on your resume. The specific details will stand out compared to the vague statements made on other resumes. Think of time saved, money brought in, money saved, addition to the company's product offerings, 
greater results that can be measured, and so on. It can also help to use the formula action, result, benefit. What did you do? What happened? And what was the positive outcome? This will also be useful because in many interviews, you will be asked to speak about a particular success you were proud of or an unexpected problem you came across and how you handled it. Having these stories ready will make your interview much less nerve-wracking, which could help you land the job you want. And don't sell yourself short. Treat your resume as the chance to show all you have to offer to any employer. Alright, so now, what if there are gaps on your resume? The best way to deal with this issue is to be as honest as you can while still representing yourself as a great candidate for the job. Should you mention it? If it happened in the past, no. But if it happened recently, some explanation is usually best. It also depends on how long you have been working. Those who have been in the workforce for 20 years, for example, don't need to note down every single position they have ever held only the ones most relevant to the position they are applying for. And work out your dates. When listing the dates on your resume, there is no need to put the month. So in theory, you could say 2014 to 2016, rather than December 2014 to January 2016, which could help you cover the gaps. You can also make the dates smaller and not bold them so they will stand out less compared to the name of the companies you worked for and your position in each. Your section at the top regarding your objective and your value proposition can also wow them so much that they won't nitpick over the dates. But what do you do if you're asked about the gaps? Be honest and put the best face on it. The main thing is not to lie because they can check and you will be found out. If it is for personal reason, be clear about the fact that the reason has been resolved and you are ready to work full-time without any lingering issues that might potentially affect your work. Good references and testimonials can help. Emphasize the positive, not the negative. Your positive and enthusiastic attitude can help show that you are not a slacker. If you're making a significant career change, explain what drives your passion especially as it relates to any gap you might have had. The way you explain your gap can be the difference between success and failure, but a gap is not the only reason a resume gets rejected. Let's take a look at a few more reasons. Poor presentation. A resume with narrow margins, a strange font, too much formatting such as bold and italics all over the place, or a tiny font, will all look unprofessional and be hard to read. All capital letters used too often. All caps might be right for the section headers, such as experience, education, and so on, but overuse just gets annoying. Poor writing. You can have the best presented resume in the world, but if it is full of errors in spelling, punctuation, and grammar, chances are it will be passed by. An inappropriate email address. Emails with rude words, jokes, and so on will not impress. It's probably best that you don't use your Johnny Pot Smoker 420 email address. Get a free mail account with your initials and last name only, such as jpsmith at gmail.com. It will also help ensure you don't miss any important job search information because it will get lost in a sea of your regular emails or end up in your spam folder. 
not clear enough accomplishments. You should have a list of measurable accomplishments. No bullet points. Bullets help hiring managers and recruiters scan your resume quickly. They're busy people and don't have time to wade through dense paragraphs. No action verbs. Action verbs like created and supervised are far stronger than I helped with a new product or I was a supervisor. You look like a poor match for the job. Your resume and the requirements might not look like a good match. This could be because you are changing industries. It might also be because your bullet points and accomplishments aren't hitting the right buzzwords. Have a master resume with all your major accomplishments listed and be prepared to edit it down to match your jobs you're applying for. So there you have it. Those are some really great tips for writing a resume. They helped me as a felon coming out of jail and rehab get a job as a sales manager building a million dollar company. So if they can help me, I know that they can help you too. So thanks for listening. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, and to your success, peace out.